Hi, welcome to another episode of Nightingale with me, Sharon. I hope everyone is well, and most importantly, safe. Today's episode will be about emotions. I gave a lot of thoughts as to how I want to position this topic, simply because the topic on emotion is rather relevant to what most of us are currently experiencing. And with the unprecedented times ahead of us, emotional struggle and stress could lead to mental health issue. Because of this, I have decided to have two parts to it. So on today's part one, I will be sharing on my experience from my participation in an online mental health training by the Champion Health UK and the content from a TED Talk interview session I came across recently. Now, one of the fortunate encounters I have during the lockdown period was connecting to various people on LinkedIn, thereby having the opportunity to participate in the online mental health training organized by the Champion Health UK. I got out of the training having a deeper understanding on the different types of conditions which can affect our mental health, and it's not just depression and anxiety. Prior to this training, I only knew about depression, anxiety disorder, and panic attacks, but not knowing in depth the differences of these three conditions. Well, I never knew the differences could be so distinct as the training breaks down the definition and symptoms of these three conditions. Stress. We are all under stress. Or shall I say, we are strangely constantly saying that we are under stress. Stress is one of the main contributors leading to mental illness. Humans are significantly surrounded by situations which cause stress. So if we look at the definition of stress, it is widely defined as the body's reaction to any change that requires an adjustment or response. So stress in this case is not a psychiatric diagnosis because when stress happens, the body reacts to these changes with physical, mental, and emotional responses. See, we are creatures who lack but crave for perfection. There will not be a perfect situation for us, hence the constant adjustments to changes. There are no perfect grades, perfect career, perfect body, etc. It is all in the mind. My mom would always say, look at your five fingers. Are they all of the same length and sizes? I would look at both my hands and say, no. They're not the same. But I never got an answer nor explanation. Now, I think I kind of understood what she was trying to tell me. Life would never be perfect. So getting too uptight with things in search of perfectionism will create unnecessary stress to me. But we somehow still put ourselves under some emotional struggle or stressful moments. Or, I would say, emotional struggle is somewhat a stressful experience. 
which brings me to the topic of emotional agility from a TED Talk interview session. It was an interview with Susan David, a psychologist and an author on the topic emotional agility. I first got to know about her through her 2018 TED Talk segment where she spoke about emotional agility. Now once again, she speaks about emotional agility and what we can do during unprecedented times like this in the latest TED interview on TED Connect. Let me share some of the key contents that resonated from the session. It said that beauty and fragility of life make the wholeness of life. Emotional agility is the ability to be with ourselves or our emotional experience in a way that is compassionate and curious with ourselves. We have always believed that happiness and joy are most important emotional experiences we can have. Negative emotions are constantly being pushed aside. However, it is suggested that we come to terms with our current emotions and not belittle or judge ourselves when we are experiencing the unpleasant emotions. With social distancing or better known as physical distancing being part of the new normal, this could be a time we engage in a more meaningful interaction or interaction that brings value, so to say. At the end of the day, humans are social creatures and we crave for interaction. And when it comes to loneliness, perhaps we can ask ourselves, how can I connect and how can I contribute? we ought to create more value-connected actions. We are also not our emotions as they don't own us, but emotions are data that helps us move forward in ways which are courageous and connected. But one bit of the content that stands out for me was, she said, between stimulus and action, there is a space. This space represents the choice we have. In these choices, there lies our growth and freedom. In fact, I did a little graph to illustrate it on my article. So if you visit my LinkedIn article or pen-up column on Grand Law website, you could see it. Emotional struggle is part of us. And it contributes to mental health illness if we are not able to recognize our emotions and decide to say, in it for too long. We used to be told not to cry, not to feel sad, not to despair anymore. We've been told these unpleasant feelings will go away eventually as time passes, which is true. As time passes, these feelings fade. But where did it go? It is buried within us. And when it gets balled up like a snowball, we will snap. And it gets messy. Because for those who have nowhere to get support, they can easily fall into the depression mode. And if I go back to the mental health training, it is said that the three commonly conditions such as panic disorder, anxiety disorder and depression are all interlinked. Having gone through the training, 
It is probably one of the best investments of my time, as this training has helped in not just supporting people, but to first be able to understand some of the situations we go through ourselves. It has certainly been very enlightening and definitely has given me insights on how to support myself, friends or family members who may be going through some situations that could affect their mental health. You see, mental health shows no signs. It could be anyone around us. Asking how they feel and asking leading questions could sometimes give them opportunity to express their emotional struggle due to a problem they are facing. So let's support them as much as we can. Be sure to check out part 2 in the coming days where I will be sharing my views on the relevance of emotional agility and oneself and also included in that episode would be my top 3 do's in handling my emotional struggle. I hope this episode resonated well with you. Follow me on LinkedIn, find the Sharon Chow for my most recent posts or articles or browse through Grandlaw website at www.grandlaw.biz that is www.grandlaw.biz under the pen up column and if you're on Instagram let's get connected through my handle nightingale thank you for listening take care everyone and reach out Thank you.